Welcome to Caldwoods with Mert, the one-stop Salonis shop for all things sales, product, customers, marketing, and more. All right, everybody. So I do want to tell a story before the episode starts. So last month, I was scrolling through Instagram, you already know, and I saw an ad for a company called Nugs, and they were selling vegan chicken nuggets. Now, I'm confused why I was targeted, because I have never uh, searched for veganism or chicken nuggets, so you know what, whatever it was, I skipped it, went about my day. The next day, I see an ad for the same company on my Facebook, then on Twitter, then back to Instagram, and I'm like, all right, what's going on? So naturally, you know what? I was like, it's fine. Let me click on the website, see what they're about. Clicked on the website, and I found out the box of vegan chicken nuggets was very pricey. So I'm like, get out of here. I'm not going to buy this. It's fine. The next day, see another advertisement. Then the day after that, then the week after that. However, every single time, it was a different advertisement. I saw a video, I saw someone reviewing them, I saw people, people's like testimonies and how great they were. Long story short, about two weeks ago, I bought them, they came to my doorstep yesterday, I tried them, they're fantastic. Is this a advertisement for Nugs? Absolutely not. The point of me saying this story is because the title of this episode is How to Book 5 Demos a Week, Every Week Forever, and I can tell you There's no secret to this, but there is a rule. And that rule is consistency and multiple touches. Now you're probably saying, hey, Murray, this is such common knowledge. We already know they have to call multiple times and follow up and linked, blah, 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 whatever. No, not the point. Number one, it's a great refresher to know this. And number two, I want to clear up any misconceptions about not booking people on the first call. So let's start, right? I think that the biggest thing I see people frustrated with, especially newer reps, is that reps will pitch all day, every day, five pitches a day, and when only one out of five pitches results in a demo on the first call they've ever had with the person, they feel disappointed. But I want you guys to all realize that that's not the case. One call closes are great. Don't get me wrong. But having a follow-up plan and consistency in your sequence is as good, if not better. And let me kind of explain on that for a second. I am a huge boxing fan, right? And one of my favorite fighters, Floyd Mayweather, 50-0 in professional boxing. And I'm the first person to tell you, he is by no means this big, jacked, super powerful knockout artist. He's powerful, but he's more strategic than anything else, right? You have to kind of think of yourself as a boxer when you are going in for your calls. And what I mean by that is that you don't necessarily need to have the first call knockout power to book them for a demo, right? What Floyd does really well is he's able to jab to the body, jab to the liver, jab to the face, back to the body, and out of a 12-round fight, he will knock the person out in like rounds 8, 9, and then maybe even get decisions. The analogy purposes is that you don't need to have a one knockout demo. What's important is the follow-up, the jabs of value, and the consistency. 
Let's break this down for a second numerically. I like numbers. They make sense to me. On a conservative day, you had five pitches. An average rep currently right now by the numbers is booking one out of every five pitches on average. Some lower, some higher, but that's about the the pitch to demo ratio. Now, one out of five, great. Let's say the other two of them, two of them say, I'm the wrong person, this is a no, don't contact me, whatever, that's fine. The two are done. You have two left. If the other two said, follow up with me, give me a call back, send me an email, by no means is this a loss, right? And now I do want to say this. This doesn't mean you have to go light on your pitches, right? I still think everyone should follow the objection triangle where you are handling the objection, providing value, going for the close, following it until they are saying yes. But there needs to be a sales IQ where you understand where someone's being pushed too hard and they're going to definitely be a no at that time. And that's okay. People are not always programmed to say yes the first time around, right? They they may need literature or they may need reports to convince them otherwise or a callback, whatever it is. The important part is the consistency of following up. If someone says, hey, Mert, give me a call back in two weeks, you better believe I'm going to give them a call back, not only within the two weeks, but I'll connect with them on LinkedIn, I'll like their posts, whatever it is and whatever it takes for them to see my face and my name and Salonis multiple times. That's consistency. The misconception is that the best reps who are booking five, six, seven meetings a week are all booking five, six, seven are cold contacts that are one-time closes. And that's not true at all. Ask any of the best reps on the team who are booking seven to eight meetings a week, who are delivering 20 plus meetings every month. They'll tell you that out of those seven to eight meetings they booked that week, maybe half of them, even if that that, are from one call closes, the other half or majority are from follow-ups the week before, or the week before that week, etc. We need to get into the mindset that a follow-up is not a loss. A follow-up is a win tomorrow. And to not push somebody for them to close the door forever, but let them open it a little bit for us to have additional touch points like an email or a follow-up call or whatever. Right? This session is not about how we follow up over email how we follow up over calls or the technicals behind that. But the point is to dismiss the misconception that one call closes are the ones that are going to get us to quota every single week. For me as a rep, when I was hitting five demos a week or six or seven, maybe two or three of those were first time closes or one call closes. The other half of that were follow-ups from the week prior or the month prior, or the the day prior. That's the important part. So two things to take away from this episode. Number one, a follow-up is not an L, right? As long as you're trying your best to get them to close, that's great, but you need to have the sales IQ to not push them overboard and have them shut the door in your face forever. And when you do get the follow-up, number two, 
is to be consistent and have multiple touches because this is what helps you get your name, your company, your mission statement across every single time. If that means within a two-week span of them asking you to follow up, you're sending out emails with the Gartner Report or sending a LinkedIn invite or sending a message over LinkedIn about customers or examples of people, whatever it is, then by all means, go for it. All right, everybody, hope this helped. This is your way to book five demos a week, every week, forever. Be consistent, have multiple touches. This is Call Blitz with Mert, no flop. See you in the next episode.